Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the book podcast. My name is Olu Atiosi, and on today's episode, I'll be reviewing a book titled Born a Crime, written by Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is a comedian in South Africa. So, Born a Crime is a story about his childhood in South Africa, and I must say, this is a compelling story, very interesting. And I like the fact that it opened my eyes to the brutality of appetite of South Africa, to the wickedness that happened there. You know, it's very common for you to hear, oh, there was apartheid and all that, blah, blah, blah. Then there was Nelson Mandela. But what really happened? I like the fact that I was able to see through the eye of someone who experienced it. Who has a full and full and knowledge of what appetite of South Africa really is? So from the title, you probably be thinking, okay, why did he say born a crime? So he was born to a white father and his mom is black. Now here's the thing: in South Africa during the apartheid, if your mother is caught sleeping with a white man, she can be sent to jail. In fact, she will be sent to jail for five years, but the man will be freed. If the black man is caught sleeping with a white woman, he will be sent to jail. He might even be charged to court for rape and all that bullshit that happened. So that was his life. When he was born, he was neither black nor white. He was more like colored. Or he was not really colored. But then he was not black at all. So there was difficulty in trying to place him in, okay, where will he be? Some people, many people labeled him as white anyway because his father is white. And when he's outside, anywhere he is, there's this deep discrimination in the sense that he's favored because they believe that he's white. But some people also confuse it because they are not sure, okay, you are not that totally white and then you are not black. So the South Africans, we feel like, okay, you are not part of us, even though his mother is South African. But but uh, his father is white. So anytime he's outside with his father, he must not call his father father or daddy. He must not be seen with his father. That was how deep it was during the apartheid. And so many things transpired. Even when he was in school, there was this discrimination. Okay, there were the white people who liked to relate with each other. Then there were the black guys who liked to relate with each other. But the question is, where will he be? He's most likely in the middle. So more of so many things that just transpired. There was a time that his grandmother, I think he was known to be a very notorious young boy. Then himself and his cousins, they did something really nasty. So the grandmother beat his cousins because they are black. Then when it came to his turn, his grandmother did not beat him. And guess what she said? Oh, I don't know what to do to a white boy. Maybe his blood is green, so I don't know how to beat him. I don't know. You know, some of these mentalities that Africans have about white people, that maybe their blood is green or something like that, some of those nonsense. So that was it for him. Then his mother, oh my God, his mother is a very independent and strong woman. She was able to stand the test of so many nonsense that came her way. She's a very strong woman, honestly, and she raised him well fine he might have his own excesses but his mother always going to church she's always jesus this jesus that jesus any day they spend the whole day on sundays in church that was how deep it was for him then 
they go from the black church to the white church to the catholic church and then all through sunday till night they are in church so that was it for her and also when he became a teenager he went to the hood to sell cds you know more like he was trying to chronicle his life as a young boy and then a teenager that was majorly then his childhood story he talked about his friends the different friends that he had the friends that influenced him his time in the police custody there were times that he was caught probably because he was driving there was a time he was caught because he drove a car of his stepfather a car that was one of these cars that was not named there was no name for it so the police thought he stole it now talking about the police it's not just in my country nigeria where we popularly say oh the police is your friend and we all know that the police is not our friend it's surprising to see that even in south africa there's this deep corruption but what pains me most is the fact that the black policemen instead of them to support their own fellow black no they won't support their fellow black men instead they will be the one to turn them in for example there's a place in south africa where the whites sit and then the blacks are not allowed to sit there if you a black man is caught sitting there and you are caught by a black police person instead of the person to leave you alone no the, that racism thing is really really deep in their blood so there's this hatred the americans were able to set them against each other all the different tribes in south africa they were able to set them against each other such that there's this deep hatred in even amongst the blacks it's so annoying so the blacks would prefer to uh, be friendly with the white because they feel that the whites are more superior instead of you to see your fellow blacks as you know normal people people from the same hood and all that but no they'll prefer to you know it's quite crazy because it's really opened my eyes to this um the pain that some of these people went through during the apartheid of south africa and even when apartheid came to an end they had start preaching love and all that there was this thing about um his stepfather and him always beating his mom it's crazy and one thing i like about this book is the fact that it left the scariest and the most interesting part till the end when i was getting to the end i was a bit getting tired but then only for me to get to the part where his mom was beaten with a bicycle by his stepfather for no reason you know his stepfather is from this village where there is so much patriarchal things like a woman should be controlled and his mom being a very independent woman she even gave up her job at some point but because this man is such a drunkard she gave up her job just to help him in his garage and so many things like that but this man he just wants to drink his life away and he eventually ruined himself and ruined almost ruined the mother so this is what happened there was a time that there was an argument and the man beat the mother with a bicycle she left the house she went to report them into the police but guess what the police decided to take his side man that was insane they were like, oh, sorry, you know, it's a man's thing. I just got angry, blah, blah, blah. Now, Trevor was very angry that his mother wouldn't leave his stepfather. 
I felt like, why won't you leave this man? You've suffered enough. He keeps beating you and so many things. And then you come back and apologize. It's so obvious that this man is a jack. So why won't you leave? So I was at that point when I was reading, I was getting very angry. Only for me to get to a part where he said his mom left eventually. But even when she left and went to meet a new man, this man followed him. His name is Abel. So Abel practically followed her to the new husband's home. Meanwhile, his mom has had, had two other children for this man. And he shot her on a Sunday afternoon. But thank you, Jesus. In fact, this woman that is always going to church, I must say that, man, Jesus really came true for you. Because she was shot twice and she did not die. The bullet did not pierce anything that should not be pierced. This is a really, really interesting past. In fact, the ending was really touching, really intriguing. I really like it. And at the end of it, I felt like, man, thank God we don't look like what we've been through. Thank God Trevor doesn't look like what he has been through. Because from DJing to getting arrested by the police to the issues with his mom, his stepfather, to his lack of identity when he was young, and so many other things. Man, I really give up to him. And now he's one of the best comedians in Africa. Thumbs up, Trevor. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And that's, I've come to the end of today's episode of The Book Podcast. See you next time.